boys are back in town. And I wish I had a, <laughs> I wish I had a sound effect board now. And we know which that would be boys effect. Boys back in town effect button bash bang moment there. And Dave, you just <laughs> said that Candice just repackaged her album. She ha- <laughs> what is happening? Deep Space, which is also the name of a new rather famous sex toy by Top Toys. Well, I've just realised my volume is down low because I've been um, is it... on a computer for other activities this week. Um, Creating a deep space or filling a deep space? <laughs> Creating a deep space. Candy deep space. <laughs> I've not listened to it. All I know is drop it. That's all I know. Mm. That's it. Do you know what I actually like the 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 one that she did for Chris, but then the remixed version of that one. Okay. Yeah. Well, is, I think it's going to be. A bit I like it so much that I can't because. <laughs> okay, that's. What's your favorite housewife song? I've never asked you to review this. Your favorite. Karaoke, you've got to go up and sing a housewives song. What one are you doing? Girl code. Well, girl code. Ah, that's I don't even know how girl yeah, code goes. Expensive to it's me. A disco. It's it's one of the two, yeah. But girl code. No, girl, girl code is um Niall Niall Rogers kind of sort of yeah. um. My no, it's gotta be the original, the classic. Um it's so classic I can't think of it. Yeah. Kim Zelsiak. Has oh, to be. Tardy foot tardy foot. Tardy Or even better the um the ring one. The ring. The ring? The ring, the one that she the second one she did with candy and it was awful. Oh <laughs> and then there's the, the meme wow. where Nanie's watching her and she's like, ooh. I've- Away, the ring didn't mean a thing. The ring didn't mean a thing. I'm going to be sick. By the way, this episode is brought to you by Away in a Manger, which I'm going to sing yeah. quite a lot. Due to but you have to Jim sing Mar- her words, not the original Jim words. Marlo being iconic. This episode. Who would have thought um, a choir, a, a choir audition, could bring so much drama to a show? So. Yeah. Is it not the right words to wear in the manger? Just goes to show how much I've not. I don't. <laughs> no, definitely. I mean, I think all those words are in the song, just not right. in those particular spots. <laughs> just the Barlow in the manger, no queer for his bed. Sorry, my listeners have dropped off now. Right. Um. Well, we'll we'll come back to Sonic City. We're going to talk about Potomac first because we've been giving. Oh God, Beverly Hills, you've been getting edged and really cuckooed for the last couple of weeks. Now we're, we're done with you. We've blocked you. We've deleted you. Um, we're, you're on pause with us. So now, <laughs> so hello, welcome. And we are now going to review where we are up to with Real Housewives of Potomac, season seven. So, I have with me my guests, Dave and Luke, my boys. Um, thoughts on so far with Potomac? 
Where are we? Dave, how are you with Potomac so far? I feel like I'm in a deep space. <laughs> deep space. Um, I, I feel I feel good about Potomac at the moment, actually. But I've, Potomac's always been a, a real like a, a sleeper enjoyment hit for me. I feel, but I feel like it's kind of it's ramped itself up a little bit post Monique Gate. Uh, <laughs> I mean that. I mean, I feel yeah. I feel like that was the stepping stone for it. But I kind of feel like it's it's they've got a good mix of women in there now. I feel like it's yeah. They're getting they do. Amount of drama in there. Yes. The clan stepped up. The homes are looking a bit more stately. That kind of thing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the Robin's townhouse. Yeah, oh, it's more oh, like oh. It's, it's less housewives of IKEA now, and more like housewives <laughs> of Yankee. Yeah. Let's talk about <laughs> let's let's talk about Robin because she is um quite fa- she's fascinating me this this year because she is doing the most yet a little asleep when she's there <laughs> does le, le, yeah, le little le little as you wish. <laughs> so how do we she has really got this beef with Wendy, and um, online it seems like she's saying like that Wendy's um, the hardest to get on with. That they're finding this. And by the way, for everyone just to review, we're just coming up to we're just reviewing Potomac up at where we are and how it sits as of the thirteenth of November. So, um. Well, where do you think, do you think there's any truth that Robin and Giselle are secretly in love with each other? <laughs> no. No, okay. I don't think anybody needs that mental image. Well, they, they, <laughs> that's been created. That is some blogs, some creators spin that yarn that the green <laughs> bandits are, are, like the, are like the two Julies from... Um, I like the two Julies from uh, uh, what's it called? Uh, Bad Girls, which is a oh, I just can't see Robin living in Giselle's. Uh, what is it? Shack? Shack in the woods? No. Cabin in the woods? Right. So, Michael Darby and Ashley's divorce. Um, and <laughs> who do you think they delete? I don't. I feel like Ashley, when she was getting hyped up about who leaked it, mm-hmm. I'm gonna I'm gonna throw a conspiracy theory to you. Um, okay, right. So the reason I think that Ashley's coming for Candice is because I think she thinks it was either Chris that leaked the story. I think about her and Chris. Uh, her and Pete. Oh, God. Her and her. her, Michael. Michael. Yes. Yes, yes. Yes. I actually think Ashley leaked her. Controversial. Do you? Well, because I don't know who who else is going to leak it. Who gives, like, it's, it's not news. This is the kind of thing that come. Um, everyone, this is, is it. That was news. Everyone was expecting. I remember. I, I remember where I was. I don't know. So I wasn't expecting it. To me, it came out of the blue. 
Yeah, oh, I remember that. I, I mean, that's been coming for a while now, hasn't it? But I just feel like there's a weird, I don't know, the way it's been handled up until now, like we're, getting, we're separated and we're not separated. We need the money to get Harris, blah, blah, blah. It's all just a little bit odd and clunky. And It's very odd, very yeah. clunky, yeah. And it's it's quite... But to me... Quite, it's quite strange. To me, I wasn't expecting it because of the fact, like, like you would have expected it years ago. And if she hadn't done it years ago, then why is she doing it now kind of thing? Well, obviously the money. Yes, she wants but... that baby daddy money, that's why. And, and yes, you... I know, but she still could have done that. She could have done it before now. I don't know. But then she's out of the prenup that they had signed, though, isn't she? So yeah, yeah, but she was out of the prenup for like two or three years or something. Yeah, well, it, it's, it's, it is heating up. And we've got... We've got Shasha is back and making an appearances. I'm, I'm, quite I mean, trying to, I'm really trying to understand. That's, talk talk we, about clunky. I know. We've got foreshadowing. Yeah, I, I, yeah, we've got foreshadowing as well. Like with the way the way that Karen is um, with the cast as well. Where do you think Tomic is going to go? Well, how are we feeling? Sideways, it always does. <laughs> yep. Yeah, there's something coming. First of all, can I also just say they need to bring back Kate Roast. She came back for all of four minutes with that beautiful oh. shaven hair. She said that before. And caused absolute havoc at that spring party for all of like four, four and a half minutes. And it was the best one I think I've had in our lives. She is... She she's checked, yeah, she's checked, yeah, but I think she's um checked into a wellness center and stuff, isn't she? She's been, she's in, oh, is she? yeah, she's yeah, been... yeah. So I, she may well come back because I think this is the point where she's been checked in and she's uh addressing herself and taking care of herself. So, you who knows, we may well get a revived, revitalized, vibrant, vital. <laughs> Yeah, you know, but that, but that is that taking a step back into the housewives of IKEA though. <laughs> I mean, she's not going to be having a nice house, is she? I'd quite enjoy as a friend of the show though, just to kind of yeah, friend of, oh, friend of. She can kind of drop in, cause the havoc, drop back out again when she needs to kind of take a break and stuff like that. So, but I feel like it's missing a little bit of those those kind yeah. of messy moments. I think we're still in like quite serious territory, aren't we, in terms of the topics that are kind of going back and forth between the wives at the moment. And like that foreshadowing of Karen losing her shits that's coming up about not messing with... Oh, yeah. Stuff, yeah. Like, What's that about? See, I think... See, I think Mia gives me a little bit of Katie energy, so I'm I'm good with Mia. Because oh, okay. there's something, something not right there, but she's enjoyable. Yeah. She, when she talks, she reminds me of when anybody asks Christina Aguilera about a new album. <laughs> and she just kind of talks around and around the point <laughs> for 10 to 20 minutes. And then you still know, you still know wiser as to what come in or what's uh, happened. <laughs> so basically, doing the podcast with me is Katie Ross. So, um, <laughs> well, it is. Is oh, I'm, I'm very Katie Ross today. I'm going to admit, I'm disheveled. <laughs> you are serving. You are serving pure Katie. You are looking. You are playing with your hair like you've just put on a I know, like a wig, wig straight out of the bag, not I know, brushed. Yeah, I know, but it's, 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 yeah, it's, it's kind of got curls. I have to 
manoeuvre them. Okay, so do you, what do we think about this storyline though with um, Giselle and Chris? So that the Chris Bassett thing, they brought it onto the show. I loved how they broke the fourth wall. I've never felt sorry more more sorry for anyone other than Eric. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I mean, it reminds me of Ursula as well from Little Mermaid. Eric, go away from her. Like it's. It's like, get me Anna. She's like, it doesn't really want to do it right now. Like, so I do love the fact that they're kind of breaking down that fourth wall and saying quite openly, is this what we're going to be doing? And where do you see, do you think Chris has been inappropriate with the women or? No, I'm, 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 I'm a little, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of I'm watching it and I'm like I'm not, I'm not understanding what I'm watching because I'm like no because there's nothing storyline now not, all of a sudden when it's happened. you're not watching anything. There's no story there, is it? It's a yeah. rich Well, see, this is I mean, the thing. I I am not people, sure how many people are taping at the reunion to make sure that I mean, even if Giselle stepped into her dressing room with a person she's technically been working for, working with, yeah. how many yeah. seasons now, you know, yeah. he's batting an eyelid, really? No, so this is this is the thing. I don't think what Giselle, I think Giselle's story is complete and other, I mean, I think it, was, it happened, but I don't think there was anything to worry about. But is she making it a storyline because she's heard of other things? So she is using that as a stepping stone for other stuff to come out. Like how, she, how Ashley's now said, there are other people that I know of that have, he's slid into the DMs. But then, wow. and that, but then I think, you know, the edit, the editing of it, there's, it looks like there's no storyline there, but oh, the are, they giving, are they giving him, are they giving him a bit of a pass, but then something bad happened later on, or is there just nothing there? Well, I I think you don't know with Potomac. <laughs> there were rum. You can see rumblings of trouble between them. Yeah, like oh, she treats she treats him so bad. <laughs> but there's a lot. So I was kind of like, you know, oh, has he has he maybe DM'd people innocuously? Yeah, when mm -hmm. he's late at work and stuff like that. I mean, he hasn't. <laughs> As the one would say, <laughs> <It's> like like <laughs> Mike from really. Shaz. Oh well. well. I just I don't know. I mean, like the whole thing with Ashley was like, you know, oh, why do you come down to the hotel? No, it's why. Oh, that was a nothing story. Yeah. As well. Why yeah, did Why Ashley did you completely? You like, uh, you know, Ashley. He, he, he like he works. I know they kind of forgotten that they're minor celebrities. <laughs> you bring bring your friends down to the yeah. hotel that needs some promotion. Obviously, with some some paps as well. Oh God. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I, I, I smell a rat with this one. I'm I, I'm normally for Giselle's mess, but this one just feels like a little bit of too much of a reach. Mm, okay. Yeah. I, I mean, and, and that's saying that's saying something because her messes are always a, a reach. Yeah. <laughs> I'm always she here, them because it they, they need that they always need a lightning rod. I mean, Rin is the lightning rod, yeah. doesn't she? Giselle is the lightning rod for this one. Um I don't know, I kind of feel like this one's a little bit of a reach because also why wait until now? I mean, the reunion was, what, nine months ago? Yeah, yeah well, she said that she said that she was, like, she'd always, she'd thought of it since the reunion, but she didn't think of it until Ashley 
said her thing and then was like, well, I have a similar thing. So that's her excuse. But yeah, and she didn't think about it so much that when she did think about it, she felt like she needed to say something in person on camera. <laughs> it was that troubling for her. That's what, like, that's it's what one or the, it's like, you know, it has to be one or the other. It can't be halfway in between. Yeah. It's not something so... Well, and it's like, and actually... Ashley is my favorite, but I was on Candace's side this week when, yeah, when Ashley brought up the, the DMs yeah. at the dinner table and Candace said, I took you aside when I had something. We weren't in a good spot, but I still had the courtesy to take you aside yeah. and tell you one-to-one, not in front of everybody. I didn't want to bring it up and make a big scene. And here you are. So I was actually on Candace's like, oh, and can I just say the wig that Candace has been wearing for the past few weeks because we haven't talked about Potomac for the past few weeks. I love the big the wig. The big, it's I like, like the wig. yeah, well, the big wig, but it's like it's not very long hair, but it's very big. I think that's her natural hair. No. What the the big the one with the slight highlights at the end of it? I think that's no, I yeah. think that's her natural. That's, I think that's no, her because hair, she, if that's her natural hair, she's not getting a wig over the top of that. <laughs> no, but I think I think she's had it out of braids for for a couple of weeks while she's been mm. in that wigs. But that look, you can see a scalp through it, and I know. I mean, I've been watching hair care. Well, we will like, have to search the internet to find out. If it looks like a natural hair because it's it's dropped. I'm not I'm no shade on this bit, but it is drier in some areas than others. And the wigs are normally better quality than that. But I would say she's probably had her hair out of braids in between performances, and that's her actual. She looks stunning, though. Yeah. I, oh, yeah. I am also here for Ashley, this whole renaissance that she's oh, having at the moment. She's always my favourite. Yeah, here for it, getting down on Luke's dick, here for it, someone needs to. But oh, no, I do no, have, they don't. I, I, yeah, someone needs to. No, maybe. I am. Luke's I am dick, quite, awful. Oh, hold on, right, right. So let's just right because we're going into a conversation. So just basically, Ashley Darby from the House of Potomac has put at BravoCon. They were hinting at a romance with Luke. Luke, what's his? Oh, yeah, Andy was pushing for it. Luke, what? Some, some of that mm, from so Summer House. From Luke from Summer House, and then Ashley has recently posted that she's been at a game with Luke from Summer House, who is a hot maple syrup. Syrup tapping. Wisconsin. I mean, he's a type. He's a yeah, type. He's a type. So yes, Ashley may has rebounded and gone into the other. Um, moved on um, or posted or hinted that she might be having a romance with another Bravo lab, namely Wook. It's Luke. I don't. I can't remember his name. Well, there we go. It's Luke from. So yeah. Um. Yeah. So. I do kind of feel like that she is mining for a storyline a little bit because of like last series she was pregnant and she almost felt like a friend of the show last season, I felt. She wasn't mm. going to get dropping in, didn't she? And dropping back out again because she was yeah. out of But I feel like this one, like like you were just saying, like around the dinner table, did she need to drop those bombs like that? Absolutely not. But I feel like she's kind of doing it. Maybe we're getting kind of season, like season three, season three, right. actually back, which... Yes, that's I my favourite. My favourite, Ashley. Yeah, I've been, <laughs> season, I've been here for season one, two, and three. Before, before she started having like kids and being pregnant and having kids and being a mother and 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 yeah. when she was messy as fuck, that's you know always a corona in her hand and always staring shit. That's my favourite, Ashley. <laughs> I just wish she was spicy with someone other than Candace. That's it. Because it's I'm well, bit... I think they're on good terms at the moment, so. 
No. Yeah. That, that well, bulbous forehead comment? Did you see on Twitter this week? <laughs> no, but what doesn't make sense to me is that the fact that Giselle apparently went got in touch with Monique. Oh. Had to get the details that Monique had on Candice on the in the binder. That's what that's what's gonna we're gonna see that. Mm. Yeah, I don't really I if it's just amazing. But I just think there's a bit of a anyway, the what else is there to discuss on Potomac? I don't think I think that's it really, isn't it? I think yeah, are we are we gonna be cool with Potomac? Yeah. I, forever, I forever, forever hate Wendy. Just forever hate I Wendy. Don't hate, I don't hate Wendy. Hey, Luke, do you know how much Wendy has on her plate? Oh, do I care? But, but, but does she? I was talk about, reach, day, talk right? about reaching for a storyline. I was, I was thinking about this the other day when they were kind of lifting out all the things that Wendy was doing. So, But obviously she's got the book, which is now launched, now the series is going. Yeah. Was writing the book at the time. And starting the restaurant with Peter and doing, I mean, the political commentary given. But I was like, she sounds like she's doing a lot, but then not actually doing a little. If that makes sense. I was like, where, where is this, where's this time going? I'm, I'm not seeing it. Yeah, I know, I know. I mean, two uh, candles. Wendy, Wendy's, Wendy's, Wendy's an odd one to me. I don't know what she's. Well, she's not an odd one to me. I don't know. She. She is an odd one. Yeah, yeah. She. I think uh, does it's Wendy... still that thing. Still that thing is she tries to portray something else than what she actually is. Yeah, did you, I just don't see like I'm getting all oh, that's who Wendy is. It's just like Wendy wants to show us what she wants to do right exactly. now. Exactly, and it's like that's why I don't like her. Cool, um, but there's no. I don't. I don't know. I can't. I can't relate to it. I, I appreciated the burning session and stuff, and like, um, and I thought that we got that was good. But she was even at the burning session. She wasn't real because as soon as anybody brought up something she didn't want, she's like, "We're not talking about that." And it's like, "Well, what are we here for?" Yeah, yeah, and and Robin, Robin's going, oh, and and just by the way, why we you can't ask someone else to bring their kids. As well, that's ridiculous. Oh, no, that was awful. I don't know what kind of thought. Oh, you can't come because I don't like you. So, can one of your friends bring your kids instead? <laughs> Absolutely, <laughs> categorically not. Absolutely. I, I'm 100% on my side with that one. And I think Robin was just doing that to prove a point because her thing was she was like, she said on what happens life. She's like, well, it was for the kids. So, I still invited her kids because the the day was for the kids. But then, because she didn't bring her, she didn't let her kids go. That proved to me that she it wasn't for her. It wasn't about the kids. It was about me. And it's just like, no, Robin, <laughs> completely in the wrong look. Yeah, I feel like there's a weird thing with Robin at the moment though as well. Do you think her and Warner had him for a split? I well, well I actually yeah, let, let Luke meme, take so. because I was going to message Luke about this when because she keeps talking about the 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 prenup and affairs and all this. And Luke, you take mm. the you take the floor with this. You know you know more about who's um, known about Robin. Do I? Yeah. Oh well, all I know is that so the affair is like it was well. I don't know. So they on the show, it kind of makes it look like that Juan was just having an affair on Robin, but 
in interviews she has openly said no we were both having affairs with other people like they were both having affairs but she on the show doesn't ever kind of allude to that she just says affairs so and it does make it make it look like one was the only person cheating on her but no they she said that they they both were cheating on each other and I think maybe she might have been the first person to like she said that she might have been the first one to have an affair as well. Yeah, so. we've, we've talked about that before, haven't we? That, that, so that's mm. why we're a bit like, oh, okay. Anyway, right, 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 Potomac. Yeah, I saw a funny meme that was like, um, Robin and Wan's wedding is the new she by Charade. It's never going to happen. <laughs> oh, yeah, can you imagine? Uh, the taglines, by the way, can we just all agree? Really quite terrible. Yeah, because the three wick candle burns faster than the two wick. Yeah, anyway, okay, right. Um, now we'll be right back and we're going to talk about Salt Lake City. Okay, welcome back. We're now going to be uh, just cover Salt Lake City. Um, we're on episode was it seven this week? Seven, seven, yes. yes. So just for those of you who are listening, we are covering up to episode seven. So we're just going to talk about it generically, where we are with these episodes. And to be honest, it's probably a bit of a blessing, really, because they've been a couple of them. One of them, one of them was a bit of a filler, and then one of them gave us more than I more than I needed to know. So <laughs> we really are having a shift of alliances, behaviour, and um, friendships within the group. First off, because we've, because we were so focused on Beverly Hills in the last few weeks, we haven't really been able to go into it. So let's do, I think we should talk about the conflicts one by one. Does that make sense? Yeah. Okay, so yeah. let's say so what what one do you want to do? What one would you like to do first? Who would you like to do first? Oh, let's get Jen out of the way. Gensha. <laughs> Gensha. Okay. <laughs> out and done. Out and absolutely I done. There is, I don't know. I mean, I was always a bit fishy about Meredith's kind of alliances ever since she pleaded guilty. Yeah. But I kind of feel like, like, watching this back now and watching the clips of her screaming in the car parks at people. I'm innocent! I'm innocent! And the meltdowns. I just think it was a... Like, I mean, that's... A, I mean, it's a breed... It's a different breed of person. It's one person to kind of keep their head down, yeah. deny it, and then slowly into court. It's another one to be like out on the edge. You know, I'm going to top myself. I'm going to kill all these people because <laughs> yeah. I'm innocent and no one believes me. Your oh, behavior is going to make me kill. Oh, me. By the way, I'm just off to plead guilty. Bye, never mind. <laughs> like, <laughs> I, how are they sleeping at night? How are they still defending her and still sleeping at night? I find it wild. I mean, I've always, I keep saying this that the whole treatment of Jen's. Criminal activity, actual actual criminal activity, actual proven, actual criminal confirmed versus some of the other stuff that's going on. How it is being handled and played out across shows, media, and the rest of it—it's wild. It is wild, wild, <laughs> wild. <laughs> yeah, it's um, and everybody seems to wonder. 
Nobody seems to want to bring it up. They're just like, <laughs> like kind yeah, of like forget I, I, that I, I, They all there. know it's kind of looming, kind of here, and it's just kind of this unspoken. Like everyone kind of acknowledges they know about it, but just refuse to actually go. Oh, by the way, um, <laughs> I did. I did love that there were alleged reports at BravoCon that Heather had dumped Jen. No, Jen wasn't. Yeah, Jen wasn't invited to so, go. Yeah, so I'd heard that she'd been. Jen showed up. She, but she was at some of the parties with Heather. And, she went to Tamara's. She went to Tamara's room. Yeah, and apparently Heather actually dumped her outside of a party. They wouldn't let her in, and that's apparently they've not spoken since. Yeah, because because basically the network Andy Andy's Andy's position on Jen is she's pled guilty. She will not be at the reunion with the other women. He wants a one on one with her. And because she's I see, I still don't think that's going to do that. Uh, yeah, oh, she'll do it because she'll probably need to get the money back. And he, I don't think he's going to get I don't think, I don't think, I think she wants it. I don't know if they will do it. I don't think they do it either. I think it's too, it's too much of a hot button topic. I think maybe once she comes out of prison or she's. Of course it won't because yeah. like she's done a time. Yeah. I don't think it'll be before. Mm-hmm. Though. Oh, wow. That's, yeah, same. I think they're trying to steer clear of her until she's. Andy's words were he would want a one-on-one with her. I because he wants because look at it like from this point of view, he wants to be able to rinse her. She's admitted guilt, and he wants to look like he's a savior, so he'll be giving her loads of shit, which is quite right in in one respect. But yes, but he won't though. That's the thing; he won't. He never does. Yeah, they will. Yes, because he's because she's admitted guilt. He's literally going to be like, "Why did you say you isn't here? Why did you say this? Why did you say this?" He won't though. He won't. Yeah, he yeah. You. I. I yeah. I, I find it quite triggering at the moment for other personal reasons. We've we've discussed this on numerous times that we, Pink and I, have had a, a Jen Shaw esque. I'm very I'm very mean girls right now. Not very mean girls. Oh, um. So that then can bring us on to Angie Harrington. Oh, oh. I'm actually calling this episode, by the way, Fat Elf on the Shelf. I, I almost, <laughs> almost, <laughs> episode, Fat Elf, Fat Elf, almost forgave Jen's actual criminal activity just for that read on its own. It's only just comes to light. We need to, you now, uh, by the way, and for the audience as well. You need to rewatch Angie Harrington, assuming every time you see her on camera, she's drunk. Because no. <laughs> okay. she is. She's really fucking pissed every time she's there. So she's, I'm, just, she's just the worst. She's what awful. The, what the I fuck think, is and that? I agree. What, the, what is the husband going on? Even can we talk about the husband's? No, um, yeah, we'd, we'd do it. Oh, we can talk about how we're gonna, oh, we're going to. Uh, we're going to talk about the husbands. Yeah, we are. We're going to talk about the Harringtons. So, Harrington is what he's like. Oh yeah, look, hey guys, I just you know I did a thing. And you're like, okay, you know, what was that thing? And he's like, yeah, I made up a fake Instagram account. <laughs> I'm like, Ugh. and. Meredith and Seth's faces. I know. The most <laughs> realistic. They were literally like, what <laughs> are we 
doing right now? Even Whitney's yeah. face. <laughs> they're like, they're like get me Whitney's, out of here now. Whitney's, get me out of here. Whitney's oh, face yeah. in that car park when she realised what was happening. Yeah. <laughs> we're saving ah. we're saving and then the, 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 conf- the confessional, just like, I just want my bring my top hat over my head and just and swallow me whole. Yeah. <laughs> disappear. <laughs> Right. They they'd filmed another dinner, hadn't they? That, had, that hasn't made it on camera. That was before the choir auditions. Yeah, there'd been more interactions with Heather, Whitney, Angie, and two of the other housewives as well. But obviously, Jen and Meredith. Well, Meredith was there. Sorry, Jen wasn't there, and it was Lisa. So they'd been mm-hmm. at dinner before that that choir rehearsal beforehand, which has been cut and not made on camera. But I just get her off. Oh. She failed, she failed of her catering storyline. Queen Lisa came yeah. and blew that out of the water. And now we've kind of got this bullshit in about this Finster account with elf bangled hands, fat arms. Just get him off. Yeah. Also, I'm on Jen's turning up short. I'm on Jen's side when I'm on Jen's side when she's like when she said like about Heather just you know, wanting yeah. to be on a on a yacht and everything like that. She's going to go for the richest person who can give well, her the most things. Below I'm Deck like, kind of agree with you. Because they're on the new season of Below Deck Adventure. Angie Harrington, Angie Harrington and her husband take Heather Gay with them to oh, the I new thought... season of Below Deck Adventure. I thought she'd film that with Whitney. I didn't realise no. that was Angie Harrington. Angie Harrington. Oh, and, God. We're oh, talking TV. Okay. Oh. Next, now that's... So, okay. Now that... So, we've done Angie. Let, who do we move on to? We'll do Meredith next, because she's neutral. Meredith is... I'm going to say, consistently, I love the fact she didn't put her hand up when someone went... No one likes you, Jen, when Heather was on a fucking little... Mm-hmm. Going into her... Once get Literally, how she's at every reunion with Lisa... Just complete, like, I hate Lisa Barlow. Like, mm-hmm. it's, uh, like, um, so, yeah. So, Meredith <laughs> is, and she was like, she didn't put her hand up. Because, like, do you see that? Do you see that? I've got the friends. I've got the friends. <laughs> I've got the friends. Wow. So, um, but Meredith. I wasn't, I, they didn't need the bath scene. They didn't need that. The, the, I just, think- I felt sorry for Seth. He was like in that bath, sweating like a maniac. He could not care. He like had a Whitney Whitney sweat towel the whole time. Just, just it was. Well, because he was thinking of Whitney's boobs. Do you think? Or... No, no, it's in like Whitney Houston. How she always used to. Perform oh no, we can't towel. make a Whitney Houston bath. <laughs> well, I keep thinking. All I keep thinking when we are filming house husbands and housewives in bathtubs is look at Paul, what happened to Paul Whitney's husband after getting painted semi-nude. It's now lost his 15-year career. Oh. Which I love Whitney's reaction of we're not because, go- I'm, because I'm successful, you've lost your job. We're, no, you- no, we're, <laughs> we're, we're coming to Whitney at the end. We're coming to Whitney. At the end. But I just don't, um, don't stop filming them in tubs. Yeah, like, yeah. Bath, well, at least bath scene. At least they haven't done any like side husband only filming this year like they did last time. Oh, and then I think I think they got the hint on that one. Thank God. Can we also just can we all comment on Jen and Coach's interactions with each other? 
I do actually believe that he doesn't have a clue that she was doing fraud. I think he's just, I, I, I they're just, so, I don't know. Anyway, okay, so now let's. Which is still black, black fishing. <laughs> let's go, yeah, let's go to, I'm going now, let's go on to my Heather Gay too. I need to make a public announcement. <laughs> This is the Basically Amazing Podcast and me, Stephen Pink. I am the lead carriage of the Hevergay hate train. <laughs> I retracted the hate train at the beginning of this season. And I would like to say that the hate train is now back running. <laughs> and I'm joining time, you on the hate and train. A new, a new rescheduled timetable will be available and immediately visible on Twitter if you've got a blue tick and you're verified. So, <laughs> Heather, for me, is um, really, I cannot cope with someone. Like, now when I'm watching her argue with Whitney, how she's with Heather, I, I what the, what is Heather doing? What's, what's, I, Heather in her head has got that she's all kumbaya and she, I think what Heather doesn't understand, and watching Heather act like she doesn't get why there's all this drama around the women she's with. So I put a theory on this. I feel like Heather is a half-boiled egg. So, <laughs> wow. Bear with me, bear with me. <laughs> Not a physical analogy. So, I mean, she's kind of, She's kind of come so far in this kind of like Mormon exclusion journey. Yeah. You mm. can see in her there is the kind of hurt, desperate need to be loved and liked. And I guess the little girl, through to marriage, mm. uh, yeah, keeps coming out. And this is the bit around, I think, why she hates Lisa so much, because Lisa is the bit of everything she's always... bear Lisa. She reminds her of everything that she's lost, I think. But also... Well, and also what she didn't have, what she's always wanted. Yes. But what really grates me about her now is that she has apparently got the self-awareness to use it from a commercial perspective, i.e. this is my story, this is right. where I come from, this is who I am, I've written a book about it, these are all the things that I... But she still allows it to dominate relationships with the women. Oh, she's always a bit like, it's like five steps forward, three steps back. For constant back and forth. I'm like, you're far down the line now. You're successful in your own right. You know, Lisa's not coming after you in any any way this season at all. No. She really hasn't. I mean, the thing with the dad was a bit despicable, but, you know, she came for her on live TV. And we know Lisa's not the, you know, she has a tendency to... Put yeah, but, but also, like, Heather's reasoning that, you know, that she felt like, oh... Lisa knew my dad was in hospice, so that that message that she sent me was a dig. It's like, no, this doesn't care about you enough to know that your dad was that's in hospice. The, that's the thing. That, <laughs> yeah, yeah it, it, it's weird. It's the, the, weird, she, it's weird she, me how much she puts on Lisa, how much, how, you know, that the, the Lisa does certain things. Like, it's just ridiculous. I find Heather an, a true victim. She is encroached, oh. enveloped, lavishing rolling around in her own shitty victimhood she loves it she she's glorying it she's gargling it she's like oh, oh yeah 
Yeah, I, and that's probably one of the reasons why she stays friends with Jen, even after the way that Jen after the way Jen treats her so horribly, because then she's got it well. And then people can say to her, why are you still friends with Jen when she says that to you? And she's like, oh, well, you know, I try to be a good friend. But, but, you know, look, but look at what she's doing now to Jen because of Angie, because she wants to go on the yacht with Angie. She's hanging out with Angie. She, Jen, Andy's, then Andy's again. Yeah. Angie's this kind of big character that I think represents everything, like you said, Luke, that Heather has always wanted or didn't yeah. have when she was yeah. married. The cool Angie, girl. Yeah, I just, and there are qualities in Heather. I feel like if she just dropped the bullshit stuff and stopped being such a fucking victim, actually, I'd, I'd be fully on side of her. I think the first series I was, I was really kind of into like who she was. She was funny. She was almost mm-hmm. like she's that kind of, she was that touch point in the series as well, where you could kind of touch down and have that kind yeah. of reality. But now I'm just like, ah, you've had how many seasons now? Get over it. Like it's, yeah. See, write and... a book about it. So get over it. You've written a book about it. So yeah, yeah, yeah that's <laughs> and... that's a bit that for me. You write a book, the story, your storyline is you want to repair things of your family, you haven't told the family you've wrote a book, and now you're gonna write <laughs> a book you're gonna say about your family. So actually what your storyline should have been was if you had any minerals, um was that you would be like going to visit your family and telling them that you're writing them th- this book. Yeah, so like yeah. okay, that says a lot. The fact that we haven't even got scenes of you going to visit the family or calling them, saying because no one will speak to them. Yeah, exactly. And now we're going to watch you moan and whinge, and then you're going to be angry because also remember John is divorced as well. John Barlow's divorced, so she really, really just hyper focuses on Lisa, and really I think sometimes unfairly piles down on her. And I don't think it, and I do, I, I do, I, I've said it every, I've said it the last two years. I was like, yeah, like you can go at Lisa, but there's something, this is something you watch Heather at Lisa Barlow, and it's just really, a, just not, it's just not on. Do you know what I mean? It's like, it's just me. Yeah. It's like, well, me. I think by, when the, Whitney was having her conversation with Heather, Whitney said it 100% true. It's like as soon as she hears something that she doesn't like, she just wall up and stops yeah. and well, you can't. Sorry, no getting... you don't. <laughs> yeah, victimhood. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, completely. So, and it's just like, nah. So, and she has, she has that wall up with Lisa from the beginning. She's not willing to let Lisa... Be, or say anything because she just hates her because well there's a, there's a fine line between being victimized and then being the person that's victimizing other people isn't there and that's where she's she keeps fading between those two yeah. quite fluidly mm-hmm. like, like she's she's now sitting on the other side where she's actually victimizing some of the other women but yeah won't, ex- won't accept it because if she does that then she's gonna have to come out of her own victim shame isn't she so i feel like for me lisa is everything you would want ramona to be she has that kind of foot in mouth, doesn't yeah. always say the right things. She has the fun element to her. She just doesn't have all the other trappings yeah. Ramona. But I feel like that's the reason why, despite the fact that she has been a little bit twatty at times, you still really, really love her. And I feel like she, that's why she's so polarizing with some of the women, because actually she doesn't really think she is. Can we can we talk about can we talk about the can we talk about the fact that auditioning for a choir is an amazing way to create content, even though there might only be seven people. Who would have thought that this would be a, a three-episode story arc, 
Or even more, maybe. Like, <laughs> this, this is like a half there, an episode thing. There was, some, there was some production on that lighting rig that's in the room that they're singing in, though. That has been spent money on that. And, and the first one that comes in is a queen with an unhinged t shirt on. <laughs> what are you going to sing for uh... us? When they say, and I don't even know the song. I don't even know the songs. <laughs> you could just, you could just see, and then, and then, you know, they're like, I know. I, I also want to know where Jen, look, 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 production. You can tell Jen rule like this backstage. Oh, that Jen Charles really thought having a ball horn is going to make her really popular on camera, shouting all of her lies. So let's let her have it. Let her, let her, <laughs> let, let her voice become even louder. Um, with all the lies that she's going to say with you, because when the judge watches that, he's going to really, <laughs> really, really enjoy that as he works out the sentence. I did <laughs> wonder where I did wonder where all the other auditionees had gone at that point. You know where they were stood in the group and she was screaming because there were there were a few of them, and then when they got to that point where Whitney's just slowly backing into the hedge <laughs> like Homer, it's like no one else around. <laughs> okay, so. We're going to end on our thoughts on Whitney. I had a really quite a big discussion with my friend the other night about the Whitney situation. So we're covering, we're, again, we're covering Salt Lake City. I think we're up to episode... Seven. Seven. Um, now, Witters, our wits. She oh. is... I I um, kind of really she's confusing me. It's she is <laughs> she totally confusing me. First off, you know, we had you know we've got the abuse. I don't want to go too dark and go into all of that, but also I think I think well let me just put it like this. If anybody listening in, anyone here, when you've gone through something and you have to address it, I did ring very true that she'd obviously, it did ring really true that when she went on that trip, she was just literally out the back of facing Finding the, that out. the trauma and then being on the trip. Hence why when Heather said, and you've made it all about you, which was like now in hindsight, you go, well, yes, you did, because she was literally out the back of dealing with the the family, which um, yeah. And now, the- but then also from Whitney's point of view, I can see it from Whitney's point of view where she has had this trauma that she's hidden, and probably when she was a girl, told not to talk about it, which is why she's kind of suppressed it. And then Heather to say, "You've made it all about you, and you can't, you shouldn't be saying, saying, you know, talking about it." You shouldn't be bringing this up. Of course, that's going to be triggering to Whitney. So, Jason, Jason leaving his job, or no, getting, getting sad, them kind of missing out the fact that she started her own beauty line, which is a rival, even though he works for an MLM company of beauty. Like, he was, they pumped all their money and she, she created a beauty line. He works for mm. a beauty company. So, oh, did so, he? Yeah, yeah. The, the company he works for, mm. they sell beauty products. So it's not, it wasn't, there is the element of 
Dave. Dave, what did you say at the beginning? That the fact that he got sacked immediately made it about her. Half naked on t- uh, listen, when someone is the head of marketing and sales, you cannot be on TV <laughs> slapping mud across your wife's ass. Why not? <laughs> Why not? I don't see a problem with it. There is, I've had this we've had this conversation before, haven't we? Like when you are high up in a company and you're in a certain position of you know dealing you're still with a human. Well, yeah, but you're dealing with like suppliers, you're dealing with other stakeholders who are, you know, if not in higher up, you, you are. You can't be on TV slapping your wife's ass with paint, rolling around. I think person. you can. I think you can. You can't. It's bringing. I think you should. It's, it's gross misconduct. And not only is it gross on TV, but it's also it's considered gross misconduct. Like it's you now. represent you, but you represent the company yeah. that you work for. When you become a senior so. manager in a business, a director, high up, everything you do in your personal life is then a reflection. It's in your contracts. It's everything people out there. If you do this, go and read your contracts. You cannot do things like this on TV and think things are going to be okay. It is not. Oh. You'll be gone. You will be living off with this lack of income. <laughs> You think that all those people that are you think that all those people that are higher up are doing worse behind the scenes? You're so you're so but not on TV. Yeah, let's have a moment. Luke, please, because you are the Whitney, you are the Whitney beacon. Please tell us why Whitney's so hard done by and that she should be allowed to slap her. Well, I think anybody should be allowed to go. I, I, I think it's slut shaming of the highest degree. <laughs> I think anybody should be able to go on TV and, like, with their husband, even with anybody if they want to, slap mud on them. <laughs> yeah, Whitney can, Justin can't, because Justin signed a contract. But anyone should be able to. Yeah, but it's slut shaming for him as well. Yeah, but you can't though, because then that's what you're saying is is that any one person is more important than a multi-million pound brand. Nobody at a business is more important than the brand they work for. That's the contract. Yeah, but how is it how is it affecting the brand? Because there might be suppliers, there might be manufacturers that don't want to work with them. <laughs> if you are listen, yeah, this is the thing, like you can't you can't bring your personal issues into your job. That's just the it wasn't thing. an issue. It wasn't it's an issue. TV. It's, listen, I wasn't I, an issue though. I listen. They're a married couple that were just having a good time. I've got no problem with people doing whatever they want to do on TV, but you have to understand there are always repercussions if you yeah. represent a brand. That's the end of it. Like you can't get away from it. Do what you want, yeah, but don't win. I agree. You can't win after. I do you know what was really interesting with Whitney though? The foreshadowing of Mary when she called her a little girl. Little girl. <laughs> because there is there is that kind of little girl element to Whitney. Little girl. Little but girl. It's that damage, obviously, but it's that damaged little girl, isn't it, that's coming through. I yeah. Just, yes. What she, I kind of maybe that maybe that was maybe that was like a bit of a trigger for her, like no, no, Mary no, calling no, her no, a little girl. Let's not look. I think what we need to we need, we need right. I I'm trying to I'm, I'm making sure Can I just say also can I just say also when they did the flashback to Mary this week of Meredith saying she was caught in between I was like I miss Mary I miss so Mary they're, they're trying to get Mary back they're trying to get Mary back for next year I miss Mary that, that's she was good. They, want, they want Mary back Okay so <laughs> she was so I hated her when she was on it and now it's that thing of like you don't know what you've got to let's go on she was so crazy 
So <laughs> obviously we've got with Whitney, you know, her and Heather are still not good. Um, but controversially as well, Salt Lake had really low figures this week as well. Viewing figures. Mm. Yeah, it wasn't great. Awkward. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and, I, and do you know why I think that is? I think I think it might be I think they've gone I think they I I and I wondered this when we started talking about something we talked about Jen. I wondered this because I was like, how are these women, how have any of these women really considered how how it's looking? It's looking now in plain sight, mm. you know, how they talk about someone and stuff like that. Which is why I was saying I find it wild when this whole last series of Beverly Hills has been about how it looks, despite the fact it's not criminal. And then this one, it's just it's not criminal. It's not a thing. And it is criminal. Like, it's not like, like the most criminal. And it's just not a thing. Like, why are they not concerned about how are they looking? Well, look at well, look at the view. Oh, well, I, I think they've the Lisa, Lisa, and Whitney have definitely changed their tune since. Oh, yeah, but I think guilty. they, but I think they realise, and thank God. I mean, th- did Erica need to scream? I'm innocent. <laughs> Is this where, like, I'm like, where is, where's the mishandling? What, what did she need to do? Has she gone so far gone? Did she just need to be screaming, "I'm innocent"? Every other line. <laughs> no, you know what she needed to do. She needed to be funny because Jenny is funny. This is true. Yeah, Jen, when Jen, when Jen when Jen is not having a complete and utter meltdown, which is to be fair, most episodes, she's funny. Yeah, Erica ain't funny. Yeah, Jen. And Jen she never will not, be. Jen's got some G, She's got some good juju in her. <laughs> um. Right. So then, with some the, the other two new girls, Angie K. She looks like she's Ugh, releases, nothing. You know, I'm not. I'm going to tell them apart. It's, <laughs> Yeah, Dana, it's Dana, Dana, they look Dana, like sisters. Dana, 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 with sure as well but I mean, yeah i think um, all, all the two angies and dana were all just a bit nothing yeah, the, clearly by the way they they're not made full-time housewives yeah you can see what and i think and to be honest i think you i think angie Har- i think harrington's with chris have fucked it because him oh, yeah. the way they, they, they're just weirdos they're just weird and, like, and, weird, I'm, yeah. and I'm not saying she is drunk allegedly, but if you actually rewatch, oh, she's just when you now watch Angie Harrington, right? We are all making a conscious effort. You have to tell yourselves she's drunk. Say to yourself, yeah. watch next week. She's pissed. Not when she's like, what am I saying? What am I saying? What am I saying? What am I saying? Yeah. She's, she's hammered. Chris is like going on Instagram, blah, 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 and uh, oh, uh, the other thing that I love is that the the finster that he made has Jen Shaw's name in it, 
he didn't say anything about Jensha. It was all against Lisa. <laughs> he just used that name because he knew it would get traction because what was happening with Jen at the time. Angie Harrington gives me full-on Sarah Paulson vibes. In oh, obviously. You know, in, you know, in everything. I, she, she reminds me of, you know, in Hotel, where she plays yeah. that was... <laughs> on, on the phone. She, oh, just always on the verge. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> oh, what a mess. What a mess it all is, boys. Well, we've can covered I, can it. We talk about, oh. Can we talk about New York Legacy? Well, Luke wants to talk about New York Legacy. Okay, right. You've got, go on. What do you want to well, talk about? Okay. Well, no, just the announcement that they've they've announced who's going to be on, and then Ramona's not Ramona's not on, and then she came out and publicly said, "I wouldn't want to go on it anyway." And then Page Six came out and said, "Well, our informant, our our informant said that she was not asked." <laughs> Good. Yeah. So it's so at the moment, what is it? It's it's Jill, Luann, Dorinda, Kelly. <laughs> Somebody else? Oh, um, we sent a teacher. Jill Luann, Dorinda, Kelly. Sonia. Sonia, obviously. And then I think it's just those five at the moment. Yes, yeah. And then, and then, and then there's two, there's two more that they're trying to get. They want, they want, they, I think they want Tinsley. I think they definitely want Tinsley. So I think it'll be Tinsley, but they said that there's two that they want that haven't been in that, that haven't contracted yet, but. Yeah. Oh, I yeah, can't like, figure out. I can't I figure they, out who the second one. Obviously, Tinsley. But I wish they hadn't have brought back Jill. No, I want Jill back. Do no, you know, I want Jill I, back. Do you, know what, do you know what I was right? I've always got. I've always got fond memories of Jill being on there. But when they did Ultimate Girls Trip, it's like she was always conscious about having to try and. Oh yeah. And, and it but, just it kind of ruined it a little bit for me because it felt like she wasn't being Jill. Oh, I one hundred percent agree with you, but I think. That was a, a one-week thing. I think after a while, that guard's going to slip. Yeah, just, yeah, yeah. I was going to say desperate or thirsty, because the term was used over death, but it just, everything was very hyper, she seemed very hyper-aware that she yeah. needed. But also, that was also, she was like that as well in season four, after she got burnt by Bethany. Mm. She, she was a bit, she was a kind of a bit of a shell of herself she'd been burnt so bad she didn't really get involved in anything in season four i have to say as well dorinda if i have to hear dorinda say one more time let me tell you something or you may not know this about me (laughs) if i have to hear those words out of dorinda's mouth i've got i've got i've got a feeling as predicted psychic pink's prediction is they of course they're going to do the legacy they're gonna film this new New York show. It's going to do whatever it does. And I think they're going to do Legacy and I think they're going to one only one Join more them. Stand, one more stand and one and it will merge. What's the point though with having two shows? Why not just call the new one something else no. and then just have this <laughs> New York Legacy? <laughs> What's the point? <laughs> because what? nobody was watching nobody was watching them anymore and they don't want to let go of Real Housewives of New York. 
But just just get the legacy cast, Real Housewives of New York, and create a new show with these new women. It's going to be a new show. No, because they want to keep they want to keep Real Housewives of New York, but nobody was watching these old women. But who's going to? It's going to be the same people not watching a legacy show, isn't it? So... Well, that's 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 why they're all probably getting half the amount. Of they call Jordan it real, real. They were. Why do they call it real girlfriends in New York? <laughs> well, no, because also the people who have been around for a long time were getting paid a lot. If they put them on a new show, then they can do new contracts. No, I meant like put the new women on just just a standard new show, like which is what it is. Anyway. No, 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 no. I I I understand that, but if they had kept the older women on as Real Housewives of New York then they have to keep the old contracts. If they give them a new show, new contracts, with half the amount of money. Reboot. Well, on that on that note, I personally would want Aviva back, maybe. Yeah. I think that's who it's going to be as well. I think it'll be Aviva. I think if they get Aviva... I think it'll be Heather. It won't be Heather. I don't think it'll be Carol. I've got a feeling they'll... I think the worst case, it'll be Tinsley and Kristen. I think that's what happened. Well, I liked Kristen. Kristen lives like in Kristen. Be- uh, Beverly Kristen, Hills now. Kristen, so when Kristen, Kristen. Yeah, Kristen might be quite useful. Put on there. No, but so, she lives in Beverly Hills. She's not going to... She lives in LA. She's not going to... Oh, okay. I thought... I there we are. No, the only other one maybe would be Jules, but... Mm. No, not Jules. She was not Legacy. No, she's not Legacy. Okay. Right then. Well, thank you, boys, for uh, voicing your unsolicited opinions. <laughs> Alleged, alleged facts. Alleged. <laughs> alleged. Everything's alleged. Everything is alleged. And apart, apart from Jen Shah's actual criminal. <laughs> yeah, probably. Okay, so goodbye. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye.